all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Powered by Overtime Media. What is up, Who Dat Nation? Welcome into another off-season edition here at the Who Dat Discussion. As always, I am your host, Andrew Galata. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Galata. And then also you can follow the Who Dat Discussion on Twitter at the Who Dat Dis. We are going to have a very interesting episode in store for you guys as we're really going to look deep into training camp as we're less than two weeks away from training camp. So we're going to look at some training camp battles. And then Cameron Jordan spoke on basically the season and how likely the season is happening. And I want to get you guys that as well. As to me, it's very interesting what he said. And I think we should just start with that and then getting to our training camp battle for the third wide receiver role here for the Saints. And that is going to be a very interesting conversation as well, in my opinion. So honestly, I think we should just jump right into what Cameron Jordan said. And this was a really good article. And it was interesting to see what Cameron Jordan said. Because what he said here is that he's really like kind of like up and down. Like sometimes Cameron Jordan says he's like always pessimistic. Sometimes he's really optimistic. He said he teeters between a four and a seven. So obviously the seven's more optimistic, a four is more pessimistic. And it is very interesting. And to me, I think what Cam Jordan's, what's interesting, what he thinks, and look, he said he's going to play, which is obviously huge for the Saints. And he basically said almost no matter what, he's going to play. And he said there's a really high level of excitement going back to the building, especially of what the Saints have done this year. So that was really good to hear. But he just said there's so much unknown. And there is. Like the NFL has said nothing and they have to say something now. I know it's getting to that point where they have to say something. And J.J. Watt said something uh, basically summarizing everything because he's been on the meetings with the NFLPA. And what he said was the NFL really hasn't given them any anything. No guidelines, no nothing. And look, I tell you guys every episode, every week that, look, they're going to eventually come out with them and they probably will. And I'm not worried about they will, but I think they have to soon and very, very soon because look, players now are going to be two weeks away. They're going to start traveling back. And look, is there going to be a quarantine two weeks before? Is there not going to be? It doesn't seem like there's going to be one because we're less than two weeks to training camp and there's no quarantine set in place. What is the testing going to be like? The NFL said they're going to test every day, but sources said that, not the NFL itself. The NFL hasn't put out a big document, and they have to. And to me, if they don't, I don't know how many NFL players will be gung-ho about coming back and playing. And that's just my opinion with it. And I I think Cameron Jordan, he said, like, I'm going to obviously go out there with my guys. And he said he really wants the procedures to be really good. He said, what's it going to take to get the season back on the road? What's going to be the procedures? What are those going to be like? And he said, like, I wish everything could go back to normal once we're in the building, but no one really knows. It's the unknown. So no one really knows what's going to happen. And there's so much unknown. And for that to be in place now is a little upsetting. So to me, that's kind of interesting. And he said, if training camp were to start now, he said he would be participating alongside everybody else with the guidelines put in place, wherever that is. He said he may not be a comfortable out of 10, but he's going to play and he plans to play. And he said he doesn't feel 100% comfort with the situation right now, but he plans to play and he plans to basically go onto the field, it seems. So to me, that's really big. And he said, look, he's very, very excited to go back with his teammates. He's obviously very positive about the Saints going 13-3 and bringing back a lot of familiar faces. And to me, that's really great. So to me, that is very interesting to see what Cameron Jordan said, because look, he's obviously a captain for the Saints. He's definitely a leader. And he's going to say, look, I'm going to go back depending on what 
kind of procedures put in place, I think that's really good. And I do think the NFL is going to put procedures in place, but they got to say that. And they got to put something out like, look, this is what's going to happen. And these are going to be the changes. And if they don't do that, I don't know. And it's getting to that time where, look, there's no update this week. Like usually we have an update for this segment, but there's really no update this week. And now it's starting to be like, okay, when is that update happening? When are we going to hear all of the alterations to training camp that's happening? When are we going to hear about we're going to test every day for coronavirus so we can really have a season? How's traveling going to be like? How's cleaning practices going to be like? There are a lot of questions. And how's the economics going to get worked out? Like they haven't really said anything back to the NFLPA on that proposal we talked about last episode. So to me, these are all things that are outstanding and they got to be answered. And I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, Cameron Jordan, another thing Cameron Jordan said, he's actually been in the building because he's rehabbing for just a small surgery he had in the off season. So he's actually been in the building. And so to me, that's kind of interesting as well. He's been in New Orleans and he said he feels great physically. He said he's 99.9% ready. And he said, if training camp starts next week, he'll be ready to go. And to me, that's great. He said, I'm right there. He said, if camp would start in two weeks like we're supposed to, we're perfect, we're golden. So that's obviously really good. So that surgery that he had, even though small, he's definitely going to be over that and everything's going to be good. And he's actually been in the Saints facility, probably one of the few players that actually has been in the Saints facility. So that's obviously a little interesting tidbit. So again, I guess that's why he thinks maybe that he's going to go play anyways. And it seems like he thinks that the NFL is going to play. And like, I again, like he said, he's between a four and seven. That's kind of interesting because it's really all over the place. And I do think, like, look, one report comes out and you're really high about the season being played. Another report comes out and you're like, yeah, And, like, it's it's just interesting to see what happens here. And I think the NFL has to say something. they got to say something now. Training camp's going to start. I mean, it's very interesting. This is what J.J. Watt said. And I want to tell you guys the exact quote because this was very interesting. So this is what J.J. Watt said. He said, In the interest of having everyone on the same page in terms of what the players know and don't know at this time, here are a few things I've learned being on four NFLPA calls in the last two weeks with hundreds of other players. Keep in mind, our rookies are scheduled to report in 24 hours. This is what he said. We want to play. That was the first thing he said. Then he said, we want it to be as safe as possible. Okay, that makes sense. Then he said, we have not received a single valid infectious disease emergency response kind of plan from any team or the league. So there's no plan about like safety with in terms of coronavirus, excuse me there. He said, we don't know if there are going to be any preseason games. He said, we don't know if there's going to be daily testing, semi-daily testing, or etc. He said, we don't know how a potential positive COVID test would affect contracts, roster spots, like any of that stuff. Is there going to be like a bubble team and like something like that, where let's say someone tested positive for COVID-19, then another player would just step in for their place and there's no like penalty as... Like, you don't have to waive the player if they're bringing them up and then bring it back down once that player that tested positive is ready back to go. That's going to be very interesting to see that. Watt also said there is nothing that has been agreed upon regarding what training camp will actually look like and how the ramp-up period will work. And in the last bullet, he said he we want to play. So this was very interesting. So, like, no one knows about what's going to happen between the regular season and training camp right now. And that's a big question mark. Like, right now, there are obviously a few things in place, but right now, it's like business as usual, and we cannot have business as usual. Obviously, we've seen that in so many different areas, and football is no exception. Like, you, we have to say, is there going to be preseason games? Is there not going to be? Are we still going to have two, or are we going to have none? What's that ramp-up period going to look like? What's the exact schedule for the ramp-up period? What's testing going to be like? Are we going to test every day, like you said, or is that not possible? We got to see. It's obviously very interesting to see what the positive COVID test would mean for roster spots, stuff like that. It seems like all the other sports figured that out, 
and the NFL hasn't yet. Now, I think the NFL will, and I definitely want to preface that by saying I think the NFL season will start in September, probably on time, if not within like a few weeks on time. Like, that's just my opinion. And I think they'll get it all figured out, but they have to do it soon. And stuff like this from Watt, this is like a lot of not. Like we've heard, basically, we don't have this, we don't have this, we don't have this, we don't have the information. Like it's stuff like that. It's nothing. It's really the only positive is that we want to play and we want it to be safe. Besides that, it's a lot of not, 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 don't know, don't know, don't know, nothing. Like, again, that's something that is a little worrisome, but like we are a little farther out, like just a little bit. Like I do think that the NFL should be announcing it like in the next few days. That's just my opinion. They have to announce probably a really long, big call that they're going to have with all the owners, players, and everything to get everything figured out. And if they don't do that, then we start thinking, are we going to push back training camp? What's going to happen here? And it is going to be very interesting. And we've heard a lot of just crickets from the NFL's part. And really, negotiations haven't happened yet. And it's getting very close to that point. So something's got to happen here. And it's going to be interesting to see how it all works out. But again... It's going to be very interesting to see. And just to see what Cameron Jordan said, it looks like like what Cameron Jordan came out of it. He said he's between a four and seven, but it seems that Cameron Jordan is pretty positive. Like, again, he did say that he's not super gung-ho about having 90 people in the building, like at the same time. And there's a lot of unknowns, but he said there's always a level of excitement coming back into the building with the guys, you know, you've put a lot of work in guys you're looking forward to see at the same time. There's that unknown factor. So it's like so many positives, but there's unknowns. And again, he said, at the end of the day, I hit people for a living, so the transmission of bodily fluid is bound to happen. Yeah, and that's what happens in sports. But if we can make sure that nobody on the field has COVID-19 or really any other disease, and we can get them on the field healthy, I think we all should see it. And again, I think that's going to happen. And I think it should happen. If it doesn't happen, it's a very big mistake for the NFL and a big mishap in the league. And it shows some dysfunction if that's the case. But again, there was some positive. It was like that tug and pull of positive and negative for that Cam Jordan interview. Now, I think there was more positive than negative, but maybe someone comes out of reading this article saying there's more negative than positive. I don't really know, but again, there was a lot of, like, tug and pull. Like, there's a lot of unknowns, but there's also some knowns, especially for guys like Cameron Jordan. Like, he said if training camp was started at a moment's notice, he would be participating alongside everybody else under the guidelines put in place. Like, he said that. He said he may not be at a comfort level 10, and he doesn't feel 100% comfortable with the situation, but he plans on playing the hand that's dealt. Uh, he's dealt, I should say. Excuse me there. So that was a direct quote. And to me, that was very, very interesting. So thank you to Luke Johnson for a great article about what Cameron Jordan thinks. And to me, this is obviously a very, very interesting topic. And look, it's going to have to get resolved one way or another very, very soon. So that's why I keep talking about it. Because to me, it's very, very interesting. And it's actually, I think we have to talk about it because... If we can't get a season, we can't get this stuff worked out, whatever stuff I talk about football-wise and when we talk about the camp battles and stuff like that, that may not even be possible. So I think we have to start off, talk about this every week until there is a resolution. And then after, we can get into the football and stuff like that, just like I'm going to do right now. But before we do, we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Who Dat discussion, and now we are going to talk about the Saints' next training camp battle here. It's going to be the third wide receiver slot here between Traquan Smith, Ty Montgomery, some other guys are going to be in there as well. I think we're going to talk about a lot of guys in this slot, but to me, this is a very, very interesting position here because Traquan Smith 
Now, he was kind of booted out of that number two role. Because he was kind of in that number two role last year. Like, I think Ted Ginn and him were, like, basically had one foot in, one foot out of both of those roles. Like, again, they just didn't really perform to where they were supposed to last year. And it was just Michael Thomas all the way. The Saints go out. They sign Emmanuel Sanders, who was really, really good. So, that's going to back up Traquan Smith into that third role. But then, I think Traquan Smith hasn't even proved that third role yet. That he's really a solid third receiver yet. And it's going to be interesting to see what he can do. Now, the Saints obviously not only have Michael Thomas, not only have Emmanuel Sanders, they have Jared Cook, they have Alvin Kamara, they have now Adam Troutman, they have Latavius Murray. So they definitely have a lot of guys, a lot of weapons on this offense, and Traquan Smith probably is behind those guys. But to me, I do think that Traquan Smith is going to get a chance to win this third wide receiver role, but I do think that Ty Montgomery is right behind him. And technically, I guess Ty Montgomery is a running back. He's a running back receiver, in my opinion. And he's really good in the slot. He's better than Traquan Smith in the slot. He's good hands. He's good in the short intermediate areas. Now, I think Traquan Smith's better deep. But I think, who would you rather have? A sure-handed guy in the short intermediate or a guy that maybe can get open downfield, show some, really, some good attributes, but then just be up and down, drop some balls, be all over the place. That's what Traquan Smith is. And then that's a question that we got to answer here. And I do think that if training camp doesn't start on time and... We don't have that big of a period to get ramped up and acclimated. Or even if training camp does start in time, we're not going to have a huge amount of time to get ramped up and acclimated into this season. I think that bodes well for Traquan Smith, considering he has been with the team for two years. This is his third year jump, supposed to be, so you're going to give him that chance. And to me, that is kind of interesting. And look, to me, he should get that chance. I told you guys that a while back, that he should definitely get that chance. But here's the thing. I think that Ty Montgomery can play, and I think that Ty Montgomery could possibly take over this role in the short to intermediate areas, and then, like, you could see Emmanuel Sanders take over the other part, like, the more deeper role of what Traquan Smith does, and then you also get guys like maybe Deontay Harris takes that next step, obviously had a really good year returning and was kind of in and out as a receiver, really obviously not consistent production, but I think maybe you see him take that next step. I think it was Chris Rose Voglu who kind of compared him to Jakeem Grant of the Miami Dolphins, who was obviously a great returner for them, an electric player. And like that first year, he was basically just a returner. And last year, he was a returner, but then also contributed in the wide receiver role. I think he had over 25 catches. So maybe you see Deontay Harris take like 25 catches. And then you see Ty Montgomery take like another 30, 35 catches. And then like, where is Traquan Smith getting these targets here? So I think that he could be phased out quickly, but I think he's going to get that chance to really kind of find a niche in that third role for the Saints. And I think he could. He has all of the attributes, which is just so mind-boggling almost. Because you look at his stats, like he has 10 touchdowns in his first two years, which actually isn't bad. But again, only 46 catches over two years. He did play 15 games in 2018, but only 11 in 2019. He was just kind of on and off. Like he had a good start to the season. But then just with those injuries, he never really got back going. And just such an up-and-down player. Like, you'd want it to come on, and then he can't come on. Like, it's just like, he's just, you can never rely on him. And now I don't think the Saints are relying on him this year. But, like, as a third receiver, you definitely want to see him have 30, 40 catches, maybe even 50 catches for the Saints if he's going to be that third guy. And that's something that you definitely have to look at. And I could see Ty Montgomery and Deontay Harris kind of combining for those 50 catches or 40 catches, whatever it is behind all the other great Saints playmakers. And then Traquan Smith is, like, phased out at 18 catches again. And, like, when you have 18 catches, that's not a real role. Like, having even, like, 25 catches, to me, that's a role on the team. And maybe you could see him be a fourth receiver. And maybe 
He'll do some things with Ty Montgomery. Maybe him and Ty Montgomery will come together and be that third receiver, like in a platoon role. Maybe it won't be Deontay Harris. Like, I don't really know, but he's going to have to take big steps. Now, the Saints wide receivers coach, Curtis Johnson, did say he's predicting a breakout year for Traquan Smith. And look, this would be a good year to do it. And again, I think he's going to get a really nice chance to win this battle here. But I can see a lot of guys taking this over for the Saints. I mean, you're looking at the Saints wide receiver group. It's very, very deep. Because then also you have some undrafted free agents that a lot of Saints fans and the Saints coaches have been pretty high on Jawan Johnson. And then also you have Marquez Calloway. You have then some undrafted free agents from last year coming back, like little Jordan Humphrey. You have Emmanuel Butler coming back. You have Maurice Harris, who I really like Maurice Harris. He's a guy that got injured all of 2019. But then you saw in 2018, like he was kind of a slot receiver and didn't do a bad job. And then also 2017, he had 71 PFF grade. And then you see 2016, he has 69 PFF grade. Like not that bad when you're looking at what he's able to do. He's a player that I can see sneak into that slot role and kind of get like 20 catches for the Saints. I mean, he had 28 receptions, 304 yards in 2018 for the Redskins and like he wasn't a bad player like he was a player that had a role for that team and I think that he probably not a similar role to what he did on the Redskins but he can have maybe a little small of a role like if he had 20 catches and like 200 yards or something like that a few touchdowns like he could definitely fill a little role for the Saints because you have so many other guys that do so much great stuff for the Saints you don't need some big outputs for guys like this but I could definitely see him making the roster here like to me that is very very interesting to see what he can do and so, like, that's another guy that I can see making this team. We obviously still have Austin Carr, who obviously hasn't came into his own yet. Timely Lewis is back on the roster, but I don't think he'll make this team. But again, those are really the guys that Traquan Smith's going up against. And now I do think that Traquan Smith has the best shot. And for a guy that's going to take Traquan Smith's job, I think it's going to be a guy like Ty Montgomery or maybe a Ty Montgomery platoon, because I don't think he's going to be the third receiver. I think it's going to be a platoon between Ty Montgomery, who would probably get 30 to 35 catches, and with another guy, or maybe it's even less, maybe it's 25, let's say 25 to 35 catches, and then it's going to be another guy like Deontay Harris who may put 20 catches. Maybe it will be a guy like Juwan Johnson, or maybe it's going to be Traquan Smith. But again, I can see Traquan Smith losing that job, maybe just fully, maybe just a little bit. It's going to be interesting. But I think the Saints staff is going to give him all the tools, and they're probably going to give him the job out of training camp regardless. I think he's going to be that third guy coming out of training camp for the Saints, and maybe that's not much of a battle then, but I could definitely see if Ty Montgomery comes out and has a really good training camp, you have guys like Deontay Harris who shows out in training camp again, and maybe you see some undrafted free agents really show out, and then you're looking at guys like Traquan Smith, let's say he doesn't show out, really has a bad camp. I could see that happening, and look, for this to be the biggest battle for the Saints here, in 2020 I think that shows you a lot about this offense how it's complete and when you're looking at really the third wide receiver spot maybe you look at the backup quarterback as well which we're going to get into in another episode maybe that third running back role which is even smaller than the third wide receiver role but look I don't think Traquan Smith has this job matted down and and look the coach has never said that so again he already got pushed out of that number two role and now he's kind of in that number three role but he can get pushed back even further especially if he has a bad camp or the Saints may just move on from him and just be like look it just didn't work out I don't think that would happen this year I think it would happen maybe next training camp but again I think that this could be a very very interesting training camp for this group and look I could see Ty Montgomery having a really nice training camp not only in the wide receiver 
kind of portion, but also the running back group as well. And he could add something to that, a little to the wide receivers. And you could definitely see him come into his own. Because you look at what Montgomery has been able to do in his career, like his receiving, he did have 44 receptions in 2016. He did have 23 in 2017 in only eight games. And then in 2018, where he played 13 games, he had 25 receptions. So you're looking at that, what he's able to do, and he's really been that like 45, 25 to 45. So I think he could fit in there for the Saints. And that's addition to running the ball as well. So I could definitely see that kind of role for the Saints. In like short area situations, he can run those slot routes and do a really good job. And to me, he if he does those slot roles, excuse me there, and then also then maybe you have Deontay Harris or maybe it's Traquan Smith do the more outside long stuff out of the slot or maybe even if Emmanuel Sanders is in the slot, then maybe Traquan Smith will run the long stuff or maybe it'll be Deontay Harris or maybe it'll be even someone else. Maybe it will be a tight end, whoever it is. I could definitely see that happening, and that just means a smaller role for Traquan Smith. Because where does Traquan Smith fit? Obviously, you have Michael Thomas. He's going to be on the outside. He could also play the slot, too, but he's your number one receiver. Then you have Emmanuel Sanders, who can really stretch the ball, but he's also a slot guy, really great route runner. So that, to me, is Emmanuel Sanders is kind of what you wanted Traquan Smith to be. Kind of a guy that could stretch the field, but is also good in the short to intermediate areas as well. And he just hasn't been that guy. So I think, really, Emmanuel Sanders came in here and took Traquan Smith's role. So now Traquan Smith's really just backing him up and doing some different things. So let's just say if Emmanuel Sanders is running in the slot, you're going to Traquan Smith run the deep ball. But maybe Traquan Smith isn't the best running the deep ball. Maybe that's Deontay Harris. Or maybe you see that you have Emmanuel Sanders running the deep ball, and then maybe a guy like Ty Montgomery's better in the slot. Or maybe it's a guy like Alvin Kamara, like in the slot. So that's where I can see really Traquan losing this role and losing this battle. Because to me, it's not just against like one guy. It's not like two guys going up against each other. It's not like that normal thing. But it's a guy that has been supplanted already, and he could be supplanted even further. So he's got to watch himself. And to me, his job is not set in stone. So he definitely has to kind of battle for his spot. And that's why I think this is a training camp battle here. So that's just my opinion. And the biggest, like this offense to me doesn't have a lot of training camp battles. It is on the defense, if anything. Like we're going to get into defensive line next week. I think that's more of a training camp battle. And that's where you're going to see more of, like, battles won and lost. Like, those are your kind of normal battles on the offense. It's kind of just, like, these, like, slot receiver. This is not, like, technically a normal battle, but it's a guy that could lose his job. And that's why I think really defines a battle. You have a guy that's in a job. You have a kind of guy that's challenging and trying to supplant that other guy to have him win the job. And I think that's happening in this situation. A little with Ty Montgomery, a little with Deontay Harris, probably some other guys in there as well. Maybe you see Alvin Kamara get a bigger role out of the slot but he already obviously gets a big role of the slot so to me it's very interesting like I could see Ty Montgomery taking maybe a little load off Alvin Kamara especially if Alvin Kamara is running the ball a ton and needs a little of a break maybe Montgomery can bring that that's just something dead or maybe Montgomery is really just doing that slot work like Willie Sneed did in the past or some other guys that could just more of a receiver not really more out of the backfield like Kamara does but obviously Kamara gets slotted out as well so it's just gonna be very interesting to see and Again, I think that's something that kind of has... It doesn't have to be solved because you can go into the season with Trey Quan Smith being wishy-washy in that third spot and still have a great offense because you have so many guys over him that are really, really good and it's not going to be a big issue. But I think we are going to see a solution here. Like, we're going to see either Trey Quan Smith have a great camp and be really excited about him going into 2020 or we're going to see him falter and we may see, like, a Ty Montgomery or Deontay Harris really shoot up and then those guys are going to be more prominent in the offense in 2020. Or maybe it's Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. Maybe it's Adam Troutman, whoever it is. I could definitely see 
Traquan Smith being supplanted here. So to me, that is really, really interesting there. And that will be one of those intriguing camp battles. But I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast. Really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast on what Cameron Jordan said about the upcoming season and the possibility of playing. And then also this camp battle about the slot receiver or the third receiver, I really should say, with Traquan Smith versus a ton of other guys, Ty Montgomery, Deontay Harris, maybe even having Adam Troutman, maybe Alvin Kamara, maybe some Andre Freedens, whoever it is. And to me, that's going to be a very, very interesting battle and something to watch out for in training camp. But if you haven't already, definitely check out our social media platforms. I said them earlier in the show, but I'll say them now as well. On Twitter, personally, I'm at Andrew Galata. And then the podcast on Twitter is at the Dis. Also on Instagram, the Houdat Discussion is at Houdat Discussion. So if you want to check us out on there, we are on there as well. But training camp, obviously coming quick. I'm very excited. I'm very hopeful for a season. And I really think that the NFL can really get it worked out. We see all these other leagues getting ready to play. I think that the NFL will be playing as well. And I'd be really surprised if they don't play. So that's just really my opinion on it. And I'm just really excited for the season, if you can't tell. But that really is all I have in store for you guys. So I just wanted to say thank you guys for listening, run it back, and who dat?